Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your sexy ranch hand co-host Calderness. This is episode 314. We're going to talk about the Avengers versus the Masters of Evil starter set, all the beautiful new Fantastic Four news and sculpts that we've seen. So, oh, and go deep dive into Thread Dead Redemption. So howdy howdy, let's get rowdy. <laughs> Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Joining me in the studio, like always, is my best frenemesis. Simeon Bruce, what's going on, Simeon? Ooh, it's Resident Evil 2, and I'm Nemesis. I'm uh, I'm gonna stalk you for most of the game, and then be a real bad boss fight. But Nemesis is really good in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Okay, is I he? say real good. He's like solid, I and he's think I actually right have Marvel vs. Capcom 4. You should. It's one of the best fighting oh, games of all time. Oh, and four, I have three. Well, four. I, have, is only I also PS4, have the one so I imagine where they... you don't have it. Uh, so I have the one where they fight Galactus at the end. That's fun. So, uh, I think I beat that game 10 or 15 times just as different people, just because it's fun to fight Galactus at the end. Yeah, and that was that game was fun because you could, like, combine, like, powers and stuff. So if you had, like, a team-up mm, yeah. combo, you could use, like, a team-up combo. Not like that Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2 um, where you couldn't team-up combo or that game Heroclix where you could team-up combo. Nothing like those. That is, uh, I gotta tell you what, it's <laughs> a real shame. <laughs> all right. All this, all this heat. All this heat. Oh man. Oh. Poor, poor child. Poor, poor child. These poor games. Okay, but all right. Seriously though. Seriously. <laughs> like always. We, we've we been talking for an hour, and we just now decided that we should probably record a show. So all of that great discussion is out the window. We're sorry, guys. It is recorded, but it, it's probably going to be a Patreon only. It's never going to see the light of day. I don't know why I'm lying no. to you, listener. Uh, anyways. Yeah. The NSA like can always. listen to it as much as they want. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure... No, they don't care. I was like, there's one NSA guy who's really big into hero clicks, and he's like, man, I'm so glad that I have these two, or one of them. As so the, glad I no, was assigned they, they to these assigned. guys. Assigned? Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, I imagine the one person that is is, like, hating this right now. It's like, guys, quit. I better better hit use cookies on my laptop so we can eat, eat something. Uh, anyways, we like to start every single week with what made us happy. Simeon, what made you happy this week, my man? This week, what made me happy was getting out of the sun for a few days because it has been unbearably hot. Um, it is. No, uh, we we did some cool stuff this week. Uh, I managed to start a small grass fire, um, less than 30 square feet, I'd say. So it was contained at a certain point once uh, my coworkers realized that I was not containing it by myself. So it was it was perfectly fine. Didn't have to call any authorities. Um, it's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. Glad to see it's fine. I, I don't have a great background with fire. 
in, in fact, my history with it is pretty terrible. So I'm glad to oh, see that I'm you great also at had it. that issue. No, I'm great at no, I'm great at starting fires. I'm just I'm just saying, um, in the fires I've started financially, I've probably lost more than any fire you've started. So don't feel too bad about it. Don't feel too bad about <laughs> starting a fire. I guess I don't know. I don't know what I was trying to do there. I I burned out a pickup one time, so I think you're fine with your fire. I think that's I think it's good. You All know, right, the easiest right way to get out of a get out of trouble if you started a fire, Calder. Yeah. You just have to tell them we didn't start the fire. The fire it was always was burning. Always burning <laughs> Ah, yes. Well, alrighty then. Uh, What made me happy this week was I got to watch some really bad movies. Movies almost as bad as my Jim Carrey impression. Uh, I watched Killer Clowns from Outer Outer Space. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It was actually pretty clever. I, you know, for the most part, like, it's a a bad movie. But it wasn't, you know, it wasn't terrible. It's bad in a good way. Yeah, it's, it's bad in a good way. Like, I... It was pretty legit. Like, it's not as bad as, like, some of the bad movies I've seen. I was like, you know, this is, you know, it's not really gory. It's not like a horror, like, it is a horror movie, but it's not. It's there's not some, really, yeah. Like, it's there's not some, like, scarier. disturbing stuff. Like, there's nothing but, like, not, near uh, as bad as, like, Evil Dead or anything like that that I'm used to. So I'm like, this is, like, a cakewalk. Like, I felt like I could show this to my grandma, you know? Like, this is, like, <laughs> just, like, this kind of movie is, like,. You know, the the clowns were creepy. Oh, Calder! Sure. Why are you showing me these clowns? <laughs> that, was... is that, is that what she sounds but... like? <laughs> no, You're like, dang nice, it, nice, Mima. They've nice got pies. Voice. They got pies. That was pretty funny. Uh, the pie bit was good. So they just used... Someone was like, look, they're killer clowns. I don't have to explain. They're from outer space, all right? But all their stuff is like... They're like DC supervillains. It has to be clown-related weaponry, and it's so funny. It, it's really funny, and it's really clever more than anything, to be honest with you. Um, you know the, when they finally the figure out how to like really kill them. Sticks. What was oh, this? poking What's the this? nose. Yeah. Yeah, the nose. Like, uh, that's so. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> Sorry to spoil so the clowns like, from outer space. Yeah, if you haven't seen this it's movie on from like 1980, whatever. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Uh, I actually highly recommend it. I do too, um, but the scene that like always stuck with me and like to this day kind of like creeps me out from that movie yeah. is there's a scene where a guy's driving his pickup at night down like this highway and he looks out the window and there's this oh. clown on a tricycle that's like keeping pace with him and he like freaks out, speeds up and the clown like keeps pace with him and I've always like whenever I'm driving like on a road trip and it's like you know like 1 a.m. and I'm just trying to make it to the next town. I will avoid as best I can looking out any of my side windows, like just for fear, like because you know how how disturbing that is. Something exactly keeping pace with a car on a highway, like there's nothing alive that should be able to do that, whether it's on like a bicycle or not. And so, like, it's just like I don't know why that's just always been like a weirdly, for some reason, something in my psyche finds that disturbing. To a point where I I still avoid it to this day. Huh. I don't maybe, know what'll be out maybe there. Maybe because I've only seen it this week, but maybe it hasn't stuck with, with me that that <laughs> yeah. much. Uh, and take then I watched. Someday. Yeah, I should. I should take a drive. Uh, and then I watched Velocipaster, which is on Amazon Prime. Uh, this is also a movie I cannot recommend enough. It is gold. Velocipaster is is beautiful. 
Um, Simeon, have you seen it? I have not seen that one. Okay, we talked about Killer Clowns a lot, so I'll, I'll skip past this. But this is a bad movie from 2018. It's like um, if a okay, it's like if I was in charge of making a movie. It, it really, it literally quite looks like I shot and filmed it with no movie experience, slight acting, whatever experience, right? Like it looks like I was in charge of the wardrobe too. Honestly, like half the clothes I gave people was just like this is what city people wear, right? It's like it's exactly what it looks like. It's so bad. And honestly, if you told me to make a dinosaur costume, and I think I'm pretty good at making costumes, but I've never made a full-body dinosaur costume, my first try at it would probably look like this dinosaur costume. Like, it's, <laughs> it is rough. It's like, no way should this have been our final draft version of this, nor for the fight scenes we do should we have made him an entire dinosaur. He should have had dinosaur bits, um, like a dinosaur head and hands, and that should have been it. Should not have been a complete full dinosaur it's bad. If you have if you have Amazon Prime, it is only an hour and ten minutes. It is so short. It is I I literally just watch it. I, I think there's no such thing as a bad movie to watch because if you watch it, you can make something about it, right? You know, even like terrible movies like Arrival, garbage movie, right? But you know, you can get something from it, you know. So yeah, like Velocipaster, Killer Clowns of Outer Place, I highly recommend. We've probably talked like almost ten minutes on just this so let's go ahead and move on into the news ouch that news bumper sounded like news from hell it was like distorted and warped on my end it was like wow it's rough uh been playing too much doom that's how you hear everything now Oh yeah, in I haven't played Doom. I've just still on Mars. Crossing. Huh? Oh, uh, Okay. Yeah, I didn't know you liked Doom, a, Simeon. What is it? Gotta sell your. That was the whole. What is it? They people I'll just, sell. I'm just going into uh, the joke you made. Radishes. Um, what's not? Is that know? what people let's, are selling on there? Radishes to, or something? Keep it HeroClix related from the from this point. Come buy my radishes. I have plenty of radishes. Yeah, come to my island, buy my radishes. Shut up, loser! Oh my gosh, kill Doom like a man. You have a mortgage to pay in real life. What are you doing? I hey. I can't. I can't. Women I kill believe. demons too, Calder. I've seen it they in could. Supernatural. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Girl power. I don't know. What do you want me to say? Obviously, they could, like, it's a video game. Anyone could play it. Um, anyways, moving on. I just want to skip all of that. Uh, the WizKid store has given us quite a few cool pictures of some upcoming products. Avengers versus the Masters of Evil. Ooh, ah. Ten Heroclix pre-painted miniatures with two dials to use. That is pretty cool. Uh, now, there are also only ten cards, which worries me slightly, but I think the cards will be foldable. Um, and then you'll have a second dial and powers on the back. So what is new about this? Well, first off, we have Pogs, which are all purple-ringed, and they're probably all just for scenarios. We have a Black Panther, a Nick Fury, a Wrecker, War Machine, Taskmaster, and MODOK, just to run through them really quickly. Yeah, Everyone all using the images from the main set. From old sculpts, yeah. So like the Wreckers from the Mighty Thor, everything else is like Captain America and the Avengers, etc. Um, the dice, which are what is what does it say about the dice on the back? Let me read this again really quick. Uh, use special powers and abilities. Roll some dice. Uh, what does it say? With special Avengers logo, uh, which is the Captain America set dice, but black and and red instead. 
that is. I actually special. prefer this this color. You do to like okay. the the what the dial and token set was for the Captain America. I don't know why. Mm. It doesn't really make sense. It would have made more sense since it was Avengers versus Master of Evil, and they already gave us these Avengers this logo. It would have made evil, right? a ton yeah. of sense to give us the Masters of Evil logo. But which is I just Zemo's head, right? I sure. Think. Yeah. Yeah. So Black There's Panther four. just has like stealth close combat expert. Nick Fury has uh, energy shield deflection and power. The Wrecker is a charge with 12 attack super strength, which is kind of cool. Taskmasters of Flurry Prob, War Machines of Running Shot Toughness, and Modoc is a sidestep range combat expert. They all have purple rings though, so they are not legal for tournament play. But for some fun scenarios, they are there. Now looking at the cards. Uh, both versions of these figures are going to be legal to play, but there is just one simple toned-down version, right, for new players. So none of the simpler versions have any more than, like, uh, four powers at a time, all right? But some some to keep in mind here that might be good for later use down the line, if they're really cheap figures, that is. If not, if they're expensive, then they're probably just going to be terrible, these simple versions, um, but, like, Ultron has sidestep, invulnerability, and probability control, which is pretty cool if he's if he's cheap, right? This is all with the uh, connotation that they only have three or four powers, but if they're cheap, it might be useful. Ultron also has Masters of Evil, Armor, Robot, Ruler, and uh, Scientist keyword, which is pretty cool. Red Skull has Outwit, Perplex, and Poison with Hydra, Masters of Evil, and Soldier. And I think yeah. those are like my two big ones. The, Zemo the has zero defense, zero uh, speed powers on Red Skull is worrying yeah, to say the least. Terrible. But this will be the greatest way to bring a new player into the like. If I was to buy this set and someone was like, "Teach me how to play," I could just use mm-hmm. these figures, and this would be the best way to teach somebody that we've had in a long time. Yeah. Um, they have new action tokens. So instead of a dice and token pack, it comes with action tokens. Which this is this is had this has been my gripe for the longest time is that starter packs didn't come with action tokens. Um, and I didn't use action tokens for the first like six months of me trying to figure out the game because I'm like, well, if they were important, they would have gave them to me instead of telling me to use fish beads and pennies, you know. Um, so I actually do applaud them for giving action tokens. They aren't the poker chips we're used to. These look like they'll probably slot into the back of the dial. I imagine. I imagine ah. thin enough cardboard type material because they're made out of the same thing object tokens are. Uh, I right. also like the object tokens. See, now that everyone can pick up an object, I feel like you know, like I can't probably pick up and swing around a car door, right? Like that's a light object, but like a car door is heavy. I imagine, right? Like I probably can't easily pick that up. I I don't know. I know like a sewer lid is really heavy. You know, despite yeah. what movies make it look like, anyone can pop those off and on. But like, I couldn't pick up a sewer lid, prop, and and use it effectively and run at you with it. No, no way. Uh, so these light objects are pretty cool. So it's like a toaster, a frying pan, like a 20-pound dumbbell, a wrench, a computer, a um, record player. A record player. Okay, I was like trying to figure that I, out. It's some uh, some sort of record. Yeah. Playing device. It looks like an updated. Maybe like a DJ one. Little, I don't little really know. On the I'm not a music guys. person. It just it looked like like an iron to me. Almost. I do like, like a hot that iron the computer deal. monitor. The computer monitor that they're using in this new light object is no longer the computer monitor of old. They have finally updated yes. to a flat screen. So it only took them, 
I don't know how many years because <laughs> I think in the last object pack that I got, they still had like a TV that was like the super old oh, style, the thick like TV, the CRT from like the 90s? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, that you haven't seen in stores in probably about as long as this game's been going on. Like, yeah, been a hot minute since there wasn't just like flat screen, all black TV, you know, in a in like a Best Buy or whatever. And like we said before, it's a great way to get like the Mach X sculpt, the Ultron sculpt is pretty cool, stuff like that. Uh, Captain Marvel, there's several super rare sculpts in this that you can use now. They're all switch clicks, which um I would I think it'd be cool to do an Avengers set. Like if this got um deep cuts, that'd be really cool. I would dig it. I think everyone everything that has switch clicks might as well get deep cuts, but these are probably just going to be used for switching between the learner friendly, new person friendly dials to the um, good dials or regular player friendly dials, experienced player friendly dials. Yeah. But I think that's For all sure. we have to say about the Avengers of the Masters of Evil starter set. Moving like, on. They do have two new maps as well. At least or two excuse new. Excuse me, not moving on. Yes, there are two new maps. Ultron Slayer Indoor and Castle Hideout Outdoor, um, which I know I've been missing my castle because. Uh, that one oh, yeah. rotated out last year, so uh, it'll be nice to get a uh, new castle since Arthur's castle's gone. Um, I think those light objects are reversible and have heavy objects on the other side, but don't quote me on that. Um, they do show heavy objects. Well, they do show heavy oh, objects. Okay. They just don't show okay. where they came from. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, and then where that's yeah, that's from? pretty much it. Um, it also comes with it? like those campaign cars, so. You can do the campaign. Oh, yes, the campaign card. So if you know or have you picked up the Justice League, uh, Justice League, excuse me, if you've picked up the Fantastic Four Cosmic Clash, you know it has campaign cards. And if you go to the Happy Little Heroclix YouTube channel, he has been going through the campaign cards, I'm pretty sure in order now, um, for the Fantastic Four, if you want to see how those campaign cards are played. Yeah. I always actually, like the campaign stuff. Uh, They're pretty cool. They look super fun. So it reminds me a lot of... There's a Star Wars mini game where you like play like you have a scenario and then you have like a squad that you can build to based on like each scenario and depending on like what you do like certain events happen. So your squad might not be like able to come at like the campaign the same way, but like this is kind of a similar thing. It's just like fun little, you know, it'll be like the Masters of Evil trying to like break into Avengers headquarters, and then uh, T'Challa and uh, I don't remember what the other bystanders were. They'll like pop out and attack you or something. So it's yeah. just fun little things like that. Absolutely. And now on to the Fantastic Four news. It's coming up. It's coming in July. Simeon, are you excited? Oh, I'm so excited. I think Good. I'm at least twice as excited as Calder. Oh, you definitely are. Twice, if but not three then, times as excited. Uh, I'm if you still multiply anything by zero, it's, it's, it's still, still zero. It's still so. zero. Fun fact. Uh, <laughs> twice the pride, double the fall. Or no, what is, how does that go again? This is a uh, Revenge of the Sith, Anakin Skywalker versus Dooku. Sorry, guys, this is not Heroclix related. We will <laughs> we will move on. My, my powers have doubled since the last time I met Count. Zero times two is still zero, Anakin. He doesn't say that, but it's, <laughs> it's pretty like it's a pretty sick burn. Uh, let's talk about the box art before we go into any dials we saw. 
uh, on the three pictures of the box in the front. We're just talking about the front right now. Uh, on the sides, we have Sue and Johnny. Just just Sue and Johnny for some reason. And then yeah, just, those are sub uh, themes. Reed, Reed and Ben. Yeah, the entire sub theme. So they did what they did in Captain America, which is they just have a picture of one character on the side, which I think is really lame. I prefer three or four characters to each side. You know three or four, three or two, whatever, and then it says a sub-theme. Like, you don't have to have pictures of each member of the Fantastic Four. I I know yeah, the, the Fantastic Four. Yeah, the set's called Fantastic set. Four. It's called, it's called Fantastic Four. We would hope that the main four would be, at some point, represented. And, we don't really like yeah, that as like the, yeah. the buying factor on the side. So, for as an advertisement, I think you fail there. Sorry, but you do. Uh, but maybe as like a we're giving the four their due, they each get a moment to shine. Like okay, yeah, like a six for there if that's what you're going for. But as advertisement, it sucks, man. Like come on. Um, and the I remember, it, sorry, keep going. Malcolm, uh, Malcolm like asked us questions a while back where he was talking about box art and like what our favorites are, and I made a comment saying how I like art that spans like a couple boxes in like whether it's like two boxes and it's like a panel that like crosses those two boxes that would have been perfect for the set you could have had you know like a big splash page for like the brick or like maybe just two boxes or whatever but you could have done like something and instead it's just uh just the four on the front it's just it's just like the super plainest image of the fantastic four you've ever seen I guess Johnny's like he's flaming up, but like he always does that. Mm. Yeah, it's and I I think I also said during that same thing where if it's any piece of Alex Ross art, I'm probably gonna love it. And I hate to take my word back now because like, man, this sucks. You know, this isn't a, a dig against Alex Ross. It's like a dig against like the actual Fantastic Four take up less than like way less than like a quarter of the front of this box, right? More space is taken up by red fire and just blue stripey background thing, you know? And then words for collect the 70 figures, name of the set, Marvel, whatever. So in terms of, like, seeing what we're getting, maybe this is why you put the big pictures of them on the side because you can barely see the Fantastic Four in the main picture. I just, yeah, I wish the, I wish the box art was cooler. But enough about the box art. I suppose we can stop complaining about box art for a second, but we have well, the, the, the game back tray. The box, though. The, oh yes, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. I totally. This is like the most important thing. Oh my goodness. This what is the is only on? good thing about the box this art. This is the only good thing about the entire box art. Simeon, what is going on in the back of the box? So in the back of the box, after all these years, after a full set dedicated to his entire storyline, where he was the entire, like, god-emperor of this storyline, we finally have the god-emperor Doom standing there with with both fists out, and you've got two electric, like, crazy effects on his fists, and then you've got some stuff going on his feet. His cape is billowing in the best manner possible. He's in his all-white suit. This is definitely the god-emperor Doom. Um, I, I've read a lot of Fantastic Four, I don't think there's mistaking this costume. I really Are would be sure? super surprised if it was not the Are God you? Emperor Doom. He's also sitting in the tree in the background image, which I've been told, you know, WizKids might just make a, a boo-boo there. But 
I think it's pretty it's pretty obvious that that's all what it'll be. So we've seen what the three hundred point doom that came with the fast forces, right? Like Single the base, starter set point doom, yeah, yeah. We've seen what he can do. So if this guy doesn't have a like four or five hundred point dial, like for top, I will be very disappointed if he doesn't have something that can destroy a Thanos from Secret Wars Battle World in like one shot. I will be very disappointed. Like he he destroyed. Cyclops with the full Phoenix Force. He destroyed Thanos with uh, some power. I don't know what he had. Maybe he had a gauntlet. Maybe he didn't. Um, but this guy is just... He's crazy powerful. Uh, I'm really glad that we're getting him in clicks. And I really hope that his dial is more impressive than Superman Primes. Which is kind of a bummer. Sure. Right on. I'm happy that you're happy. <laughs> Because in all the Secret Wars stuff I read, I never read the main thing, so I only read side stories. So he wasn't a part of any of it. I'm sorry. So I'm happy that you're happy, and I'm I'm looking forward to a cool like this is like that one episode where Raven has the different personalities, and instead of green, he's wearing white. You know, you know that one episode of Teen Titans. Anyways, whatever. Like that's what this reminds me of. Sure. <laughs> sure. Come on. There's like a pink Raven that's nice. There's a white Raven that's like. Is that Teen Titans Go? No, it's just normal Teen Titans. She's, like, having, mm. like, a personality meltdown or something. Anyways, moving mm. on. He does look cool, and I do hope he's crazy awesome. Oh, and for the record, there are no Ultra Chases in the solicit for this set, so no, he is not an Ultra Chase. He is probably just a Chase Chase, if that makes anyone feel better about that whole whole ordeal. And rightfully so. I'm not going to take umbrage yes. with them. He will be an expensive Chase because he is an extremely popular character, and he'll be extremely fun for casual Um uh, at least I'm assuming. I we have yet to see any dial information on him or anything, but I assume yeah, obviously yeah. that they can make a good, crazy powerful figure. I am throwing that out there in the universe, hoping that like karma doesn't come back and slap me in the face and he's awful. But well, now regardless, that said, uh, this I will be the one wanna. figure from the set that I really need. But let's get into yeah. the, let's get into the figures that we actually have information on. I guess. Ooh, ah. So I'm going to start us off. Yes, we got this from the Game Trade magazine. This was shared by uh, Now Playing Lewisburg. It's a store there in the town of Lewisburg, I assume. Wow. Um, they shared uh, some Game Trade magazine pictures of the Fantastic Four solicit. Um, they've got some old dates in that magazine, so we can't really trust that they say this will come out in July. Let's hope, but we can't really say for sure. So that Number 002 in the set is Invisible Woman. I'm guessing the first four figures might be the Fantastic Four. That'd be cool, because then you only need commons if you really want to just get like the first family. Um, so Sue Storm has the Fantastic Four, Lady Liberators, and Celebrity. Uh, real name Susan Storm. She has two traits. First trait is In the Beginning. Invisible Woman increases her attack total plus one for each four in her finalized attack roll. So that's pretty cool. If you roll an eight, that's a plus two. Uh, then she's got another trait. Form the new Fantastic Four. At the beginning of the game, you may replace up to four friendly characters with the same number of characters from your sideline on their starting clicks. All replacement and replaced characters must have the Fantastic Four keyword and different names. The total points of the replacement characters can't exceed the total points of the replaced characters. So basically it's like a shifting focus, or not a shifting focus, it's like an alternate Earth kind of thing that we've seen before. 
Except like uh, the, um, Avengers uh, Roundtable, right? Where you can choose to swap out one character with an ID character type deal. Like that, or like the yeah. the what if kind, the what if or else world set where it was like that's not Superman, or I guess that was Superman Wonder Woman, where it was that's not Superman. Oh yeah, yeah. oh wait, that's throw like Bizarro in instead of Superman. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they they can't be more points. You can't like sneak points in. Uh, they have to have the same name as the character that you're replacing them with. So, like, maybe you have plain Reed Richards on your starting force, and they're playing all-power cosmic, and you're like, this outwit's not going to do me any good. I'm going to throw in the Earth-X Reed Richards, because he's got something different. Um, that's what this is for. It helps you, like, shift up your team a little bit. Uh, those will count towards your sideline figures. So, if you put four people on your sideline to replace... You're cutting your sideline figures oh, down no. by it's four. It's down to five. So. <laughs> well, in a 300-point game, uh, in a 400-point yeah. game, you have like what 12? Like just, I, yeah, I don't it goes up by three every hundred points, and I think it yeah caps at 15. Don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure. It yeah, doesn't. I don't I don't play with sideline figures at that kind of level, but no, not really. Uh, so she's got those two traits. Uh, she's got a special defense power. Together we stand. Defend, stop, but only if there are only if there is another friendly character with the Fantastic Four keyword within four squares. So it's a it's a limited version of stop. Um, if other Fantastic Four characters have been KO'd, or if you're not playing her on a Fantastic Four theme team, uh, if they're not within four, then like she just dies she just goes to a ko click instead of stopping uh but her dial she's 40 points she's got four range one lightning bolt she's got the fantastic four team ability which just to go over again is when this character is ko'd after resolutions each other friendly character using this team ability heals one click so she's actually like a really good way to heal up like a bigger like a like if you've got ben Grimm and he's like your big bruiser this 40 points is a good way to heal him up if you need that. Um, she starts off with two clicks of stealth with flight. She has uh, telekinesis on click one with defend and an 18 defense. She has two clicks of empower on her first... Uh, oh, yes, the range one. Enhancement. Before, before someone corrects you. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, two clicks of enhancement on her top dial. And then she goes to barrier for two clicks, sidestep on click three, sidestep on click four, gets TK back. She loses it on clicks two and three. And then she gets that stop click on click four. So she's not doing a whole lot other than moving your team and giving them an 18 defense, which is not anything to scoff at. An 18 defense is solid. If she hits her stop click, then she's got a 19 defense, and she's also handing that out. If you position really well and you like kind of box her in so they can't get a line of fire on her, she'll be able to pass that out. And just from experience, having a 19 defense all around when some people have like energy shield or combat reflexes is just a crazy cool thing. She doesn't have indom. Um, wouldn't really expect her to for 40 points. This is kind of like a early version of Sue Storm. This is before she was, like, chopping Celestials in half and exploding I mean, yeah, their hands like, with fantastic energy beams. Three, it says. So, yeah. yeah I imagine the first appearance. four we're getting is, like, the earliest of days Fantastic Four, which is fun. Right. Yeah. So, she's pretty solid. Um, 
not really a whole lot going on other than like the the swap out thing and it doesn't say anything about swapping her out with her own trait so i don't know if you can do that or not but that'd be pretty cool if you could it does we'll have to for uh maybe yeah we'll have to send I, that I in really the, like the whiz kid rules i think that's cool <laughs> Uh, all right, my pick is going to be the Super Scroll. He has Frightful Four Scrolls Cosmic Soldier and Warrior keywords. So he's got Soldier keyword, um, so I got to have to pick him up. He is Flight Indomitable, zero range, and his dial is pretty interesting. Really quick, they updated the Scrolls team ability, so I'm going to read that for everybody. Uh, shape change, comma, but only succeeds on a six, period. So that was what they did for Captain Marvel. But now it now it continues. Uh, the character the character can already use shape change. Instead, increase the result of his roll by shape change for plus one. So, uh, Super yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he has three starting <laughs> lines, and he has shape change on top dial for each of those. So instead of five and a six, it's gonna be a four through six. So it's a fifty-fifty shape change chance, which is pretty pretty solid. I like it. He has toughness. His whole dial. Uh. He dips to a two attack, kind of at the tail end of his dial. Goes back up to a three. Has about a nine-ish movement, and then you know eights and sevens, and then a two attack sounds really goes... low. Oh, sorry, two damage. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> yeah, um, we all knew what you meant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that two attack—that's rough. That's some uh, Black Lantern anti-monitor <laughs> attack values right there. Uh, if you know, you know. Uh, then he goes for his starting lines. They're all two clicks besides his last one, which is four clicks. So eight clicks if you pe- play him at full. Um, whatever full is, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, it goes 11, 10, 11, 10, 11, 10, 10, 11. So he never dips to a nine or anything. So very solid attack the whole time. You know, lots of 11s. Uh, it's 50-50, right? You have half your dials 11s, half your dials 10s. Pretty solid. And uh, on his last two clicks, he gets mind control. But that's it for printed powers. It's just the whole dial of toughness. The What's his mind control change. called? Calder? His mind control is mesmerizing gaze. Oh, clerk. What? Your eyes. They are so oh. mesmerizing. I want to look at clerk's eyes now. <laughs> I want to see how mesmerizing those people are. Let me are. look into the annihilator's eyes. Eyes. Uh, speaking of which, in this article... I want to brush... Brush his scroll <laughs> hair past his scroll ear. Be like, your eyes are beautiful tonight, babe. They do say he's wearing his annihilation costume. So, oh, oh. I don't. I it's been a while since I've read Annihilation and the Annihilators and all that stuff. I don't know if this is his Annihilators costume, but he does not have the keyword. And if oh, it yeah. is his Annihilators costume and he doesn't have the keyword, I am a little sad because I'd really, really love to get a new modern. Annihilators team, right? Just Who as a, a side tangent for that. So, the only point value we know for sure is his last four clicks are 50 points. So a pretty solid 50 points. And we're gonna get into his trait here in a minute. Um, but then Galactus's laser cosmic blast is covering up his blue and red point line. So it could go up by 50 for each one, or it could go up by maybe 25 to 30. I would say would be pretty solid if this was a 50 point line. 75 or 80 point line, and then a 120 or straight up 100 point line. I I think going up by by 30 would be pretty solid if this is like 120 at max. To be honest, with yeah. You. So, After uh, seeing Ultron's do... 150 oh, dial, yeah. I oh, really yeah. doubt that he's 150 top dial. There's there's no way this is 150 point top dial, but 
you're like, okay, he's very vanilla. He's super scroll. He's got pick a power. Just give me a second. So at the beginning of your turn, um, and I know it's always tough to try to choose at the beginning because you have to kind of think about what all you're going to do, but choose two. Super scroll has the listed effects until your next turn. So two is of the Fantastic Four. Invisible Woman, the thing, Mr. Fantastic, and Human Torch. So what does he get if he chooses each one? So Invisible Woman, he gets sidestep, stealth, barrier as free, but only to generate one marker. Pretty solid on the approach. You have sidestep to move up. Like I said, you don't really have a movement power. You have stealth, and then you have barrier. Only for one marker. It's it's not barrier period, sadly. It's barrier as free, but only for one marker. But that's not terrible. The thing will give him charge, impervious, and close combat expert. So you look at these. You can pair them up, obviously. It's choose two. So now he has a really good reducer. Oh, and top so, dial, he's got, a, like, with sidestep. If you choose sidestep charge... Sue Storm and the thing, then you've right. got a reach of uh, seven instead seven. of, yeah, instead of like his normal um, five with charge. But the reach just gets better now, doesn't it? Uh, if you choose Mr. Fantastic, you'll get plasticity and super senses uh, and giant reach four. So choosing Mr. Fantastic and the thing, you'd have a five reach with a four square giant reach. So five charge, four square giant reach. So you have a nine reach. You also have super senses impervious and then scroll shape change. So you have three rollouts, which is yeah. pretty gnarly. I I and really dig those two together for sure. Yeah, he doesn't have any outwit protection, but do you really need it not. when you have so many ways to like reduce damage or just not get hit at all? Um, yeah. I think if you play him safely with like that combo, he's just like like unless your opponent's packing five outwits, he's gonna be able to survive some attacks. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then the Human Torch, last but not least, well, maybe he is the least, uh, Running Shot Energy Explosion with a range of 6. So it's the only thing that actually gives him a range value. Uh, and Running Shot Energy Explosion is, you know, it's all right. Sadly, you know, if it was like Running Shot Pen Blast, it'd be obviously a lot better. Running Shot or Pulse Wave, wave. Yeah. Or the, you know, the best choice. Um, but I would understand that the Super Scroll can just maybe figure out Johnny's Energy Explosion, maybe not Pulse Wave. So, sure, I get it. Um, but I like this version of the Super Scroll. I like it a lot. Uh, depending on what the point values are, is really going to be the uh, the make or break this figure. At 50 points, I think he is still solid for that point cost. But I do want to know oh, what his yeah. top dial is. You know, you you have stealth to get you. So you have so many different ways to counter things. It's it's a specific counter. It's not as free and open as the last Super Scroll was, which was the zombie, which I've played a lot and I really like that one. And he's good for different reasons, you know, zombie tokens, food tokens, whatever, chooses any four powers, you know, but he could damage himself, which you would just kind of eat the damage anyways. And he also didn't have Indomitable. So, you know, this one is better in a few ways. Uh, always having a reducer, no matter what. Uh, having Indomitable is great, uh, etc. So, but I think the, the, <laughs> the ability to have three rollouts, you know, if you, when you have your shape change... Or, and one's a 50-50, you know, yeah. And one's a 50-50 is really solid. I think it's going to be really hard to hit this guy. I mean, you have to pulse wave him if you want. Like, 100, 100% to get rid of all of this crazy power pick and whatever, it's pulse wave, obviously. But isn't that everything, you know? So, like, the only worst thing, the only bad thing is that he's not protected pulse wave, not protected outwit. But I still think for the points, if he ends up only being 120 at top or somewhere around there, you know, maybe 130 or something... Uh, I I would absolutely play the heck out of this figure. I really like him. I really like him a lot. And I think it is a great version to bring Super Scroll 
back into the game as a classic Super Scroll. He feels powerful. You know, he he honestly feels like he could give just the Fantastic Four a run for their money, especially these uh, the starter like the beginner kind of ones. So I think he's awesome. For sure, yeah. I I like everything about him. Um, he's not as good as that or like the zombie Super Scroll, like you said, but uh, I think he does what he does well, and we'll have to see what his other point value is. But at fifty, I think in sealed, he's like an automatic play. Most super rares are, so that's not saying a whole lot, but um, specifically him, I think that like if you pull that, then you're probably playing at whatever the top dial is, just because of how much survivability he has. Speaking of uh, last and definitely least of the previews here, Ooh. is uh, She-Thing, number 028. So it's, it's not because uh, I don't like She-Thing. Um, not like my favorite person in the comics. Like I've never read like the standalone she thing comic if they ever made one. Uh, just because it's like probably the most boring out of these three previews. And this is so this is Sharon Ventura. Uh, she's got the Fantastic Four, Frightful Four, and Monster keywords. She's number zero two eight in the set. This is an uncommon. So she's got a single trait which else I'm guessing that we'll see a couple times in this set it is the frightful four. If you don't want me unique modifier, friendly characters with the frightful four keyword modified damage plus one when attacking only characters that share a keyword with them. So that means if you're playing her in sealed and you're playing against a frightful four team, a fantastic four team, a monster team, since she is friendly to herself, you are getting a plus one damage for her whole dial. So that's like the one really cool thing. Um, not sure how much Frightful Four where you're going to see because that seems like a sub theme they could have put on the side of the box with maybe like one or two figures or three or four. I don't know how many you can fit on the side of the box. Apparently two. Anyhow. Be nice to them. She, <laughs> she has a single special power and that is coming after those that hurt me. Leap Climb, when She-Thing uses it after resolutions, she may make a close attack. She has that for her first three clicks with an eight speed on each of those. She has Super Strength for four clicks with 11 attack for her first two, 17 defense with Impervious for her first two, and then four damage with Battle Fury for her first two clicks. And uh, her Battle Fury is, it's time I look out for myself. I'm super angry. She comes in at 75 points. She's got Indomitable, uh, Super Strength for four clicks, two clicks of Quake. She's six clicks long, so that's all she's got. Uh, she's got that Leap Climb power for her first three, and then she goes to Sidestep with seven speed for her last three. Two clicks of that Battle Fury with four damage, and then she goes to Close Combat Expert with three damage for her last four clicks. Um, and then she's 17 defense for her first short clicks, goes impervious, impervious, invincible, invincible, and then she goes down to a 16 with invulnerability. And no team abilities. Um, that's all she wrote. This is a this is just like a good secondary attacker in sealed. Um, I'm not going to say it's like the best thing that you'll get, but there might be a lot of shape change in this set. So having Battle Fury is not bad. Uh, having the ability to do six damage top dials not too bad either. 
um, five damage at least the rest of the dial, depending on like what click you're on. It doesn't really matter. You can at least do five. Um, it's just a solid figure for 75 points. It's not anything crazy special. Uh, the sculpt doesn't look anything crazy cool, but oh, no. yeah. yeah, it's ju- it's just she thing standing there, ready to punch somebody. Um, I don't get the M. If it's an M or what it's supposed I, to be, it doesn't make sense. I the McDonald's looking M. <laughs> it's like she she uh, put on a grimace suit. And yeah, it's he's purple. Yeah, it makes and no so sense. it's a purple suit. I, I, I don't get it. I get I just, it. but i don't i don't get it get away from me this isn't what it looks like ben significant appearance fantastic four six four five so this is like quite a ways into the fantastic four i feel like it's she probably had a significant appearance before this or maybe she is like a the newest version of she thing i know there was one in the comics before that had like a robot thing suit yeah this definitely did uh, like so a human that turned into thing style, right? I want to say I 2015 is around the time where they had like an offshoot of the Fantastic Four that like none of the characters in the Fantastic Four were like a founding member. They had I don't remember who it was. I know it was She Thing. It was some lady with like a bubble on her head and a robot suit or something. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've even looked at those comics, but. Well, thanks. That was Game Game Trade Magazine, June 2020. Game Trade Magazine. Now, what else is there in this beautiful, beautiful Game Trade Magazine? Well, we get to see some sculpts. We get to see uh, a painted version of Galactus, but we kind of saw his... um, whatever digital sculpt before so that's nothing new we get to see um a silver surfer looking all purpley and black we get to see a another version of sue storm but this is like her this is reed richards and sue storm but it's their um starter set cosmic clash sculpts uh their paint job is different reads is future foundation or something else let's read it uh it says other characters like reed richards alpha invisible woman as captain universe which that doesn't it's not what her sculpt looks like but Whatever, you never know. Uh, Silver Surfer from Silver Surfer Black. And then, of course, they say Galactus of course, uh, himself will be playable in modern age. It also says, uh, each month, stores can choose to run an event in a bunch of different formats, like Battle Royale, Constructed, Sealed, or Skirmish. If you haven't heard about Skirmish, please check out heroclix.com slash skirmish for details. Do yourself a favor and don't do that, because uh, it's trash. Yeah, go, so ahead, no, like go ahead and avoid bad, that. Though. I would avoid skirmish for <laughs> tournament play. Um, just I would so actually try it out. For an, I would try it out. Sit there because for an I'd extra like hour and a half to uh, explain to people what skirmish so is. So, if you want to know like a quick rundown of skirmish, imagine imagine a battle royale oh, mode, but instead of being able to take your like normal like three actions, you get one action, one free action, and then your opponent gets to get one action, free action. Your next opponent gets one action, one free action. Your next opponent gets one action, one free action. Then it goes back to you. It is still the same turn, so you cannot give the same one action and one free action to the ones that have already happened. Any perplexes and outwits that have been used are still in effect. So, like, let's say I give, you know, Dr. Doom a move action, and then I have him outwit something. I cannot use him when it gets back to me 
until I think it's like three rounds. So you have to like you have to do like move action or whatever. You you start within range of people, so you really don't even have to move. It's just like you just start off punching. But it's basically like a battle royale where your actions are limited to one, and it's supposed to be faster, but it's just like somehow not quite. And that's the best I can really explain it in so many words. Yep. Beautiful. So I'm glad I'm glad we took that time to talk about Skirmish, except, no, I'm not. Also, it takes longer to place your figures, in my experience, yeah, than it does to play the game. It's, it takes so long. But enough about a format that certainly exists in the game of Heroclix. Instead, let's move on to uh, a game that I... Not really a game, it's a segment that quite a few people enjoy. Uh, a good old Dusty Trail ride to Thread Dead Redemption. Friend, I just wanted to play. Now, firstly, we ain't friends. Don't make no mistake on that subject. Now, secondly, he can't hardly see, let alone reason. Reasoning ain't never been one of my strong points, neither, but see, and I do just fine. <laughs> Totally forgot I had my thread pulled up and not the actual thread that we were actually talking about. We got it. We got it though now. Simeon, what do you like about Justice League Unlimited? The things you like about it? Ooh, the things I like about it. I like that we're getting a dark side. I like that there's some uh, Justice Lords. Um, even though the Justice Lord Martian Manhunter is a super rare and he's somehow worse than the rare Martian Manhunter. I like that. He at least has the keyword, I guess. Um, let's see. I like that there's some supermens that aren't bad. I like that there's plenty of really cheap Justice League and uh, Injustice League characters to pick from, so I can make huge teams for cheap points. Hmm. Well, what if I told you, let's disregard all of that and talk about why the team-up cards are great for the game. Now, out of all those things you're excited for, how dare you? Team up cards rank <laughs> rank how, in the excitement level. You? Well, let's see. I I literally only have the team of cards that I pulled, and it's not like I chose to get them. They just happen to be in my booster. So my excitement level is at a solid. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, if they told me that Sharknados were real. And that if I went outside, I had a chance of being decapitated. I'd rather do that than have another set with team-up cards. That's where my excitement level's at. Well, that's perfect, actually. It's quite the response I really wanted to hear, because mine, mine's not quite that severe. Um, they're just going to have to be a game element I'm going to have to ignore and uh, throw all my team-up cards in the trash. Uh, except for Lex Luthor, because I will, once again, feel obliged to collect all of those, sadly. So, we have an article by Tiro Clicks here. I imagine that's how it's pronounced. Not Tyro, Tears of whatever. It's got to be Tiro Clicks. Anyways, uh, join date, January 2003. So he's, he's been here for a while. For a while. No, <laughs> no, uh... Probably no the icon, longest though. while. Almost probably the longest yeah, while. Absolutely. Uh, it's got to be close. Greetings all. Uh, I've been a critic of WizKids when they screw up. Mirror maps, visible dials, etc. Nah. Oh, that's VD. Visible dials. We figured it out finally. I ah. figured that's gotta be VD, right? Visible dials? That's it. Yeah. 
No uh, one has ever used that terminology before. I've, yeah, but okay. I've never needed to shorten it. Wow. Short, like use shorthand for looking at the back of the card. Who in the world? I'm gonna start right, calling sorry, it. Sorry, guys. L A T B C. L A T B C. Looking at the back of the card. Looking at the back I'll of the card. I'll okay. scrap one of the T's. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Why not? We need acronyms in this game. Sorry, More he used that in a different thread, and we had no idea what he meant by VD. Because that shorthand, we never, no one's ever used that before. I've never seen it until now. Yeah. But okay, here we are. Um, and then he's like, oh, whatever. I also celebrate when Whiskey says something right. In this case, the right thing is team-up cards. Well, you're wrong, but okay. Uh, really quick, before we go too hard into this article, he does say, um, thanks for reading. I also look forward to reading any thoughtful – thoughtful is uh, underlined, so I'm just going to ignore that specifically. Uh, thoughtful <laughs> additions will, or criticism. This um, will hardly be This will be, be thoughtful. thoughtful but we are going to be slightly rude to you because uh, I do enjoy <laughs> that bit about it. Um, so before I begin with my reasons, I will acknowledge that there will be players who are against them. That would be us. Uh, I understand the 21st century collecting mentality. It Get it all as fast as you can. I sympathize with you. He sympathizes with you, Simeon. He sympathizes. Thank you. 20th century collectors, like myself, and if you don't know, 20th century is, is before the year 2000, apparently. Yeah, so like that's Gen Zers that are collectors, because literally any other generation's also a 20th century yeah. person. So I just... So all you, just all you get Gen it out of the way, out there. Because you called yourself a 20th century collector, I will have to oblige you with the OK Boomer. Even if you aren't one, <laughs> it's just it's fitting in this context um like myself relished the hunt and celebrated the small victories well the internet screwed all that up and i get how 120 cards of varying pseudo rarity would be frustrating to you if your goal is to quote unquote finish jlu by june that being said here's why team up cards currently rock so just really quickly I love hunting for figures. I never pre-order any Marvel Legends stuff most of the time, unless it's Captain America. And I love going out into you know Walmart's, Targets, wherever, and I love chasing them. Because as a kid, that's what I would do to collect the figures as well. The MCU, uh, Marvel, the Marvel Universe stuff, which was the smaller three-quarter-inch figures, I loved going to Walmart's and buying as many of those for like 10 bucks as possible and trying to find the ones that had different head variants. I, I like the hunt, okay? I like also, the, the fact I'm that definitely a 21st century collector. The fact that he put finish JLU by June, he put finish JLU in quotations by June as if it was like, like, oh, you just want to like finish it by June. And like, you know, you're being impatient. Like you're not like willing to wait like the, the smart collectors of yesteryear. Yeah. Um, at least that's like, the, that's kind of the feeling I get. Maybe that's not how he meant it, but that's how I, I feel it is. This set officially came out on the 27th for most people. Yeah. Like, not for everyone. That gave you four days to finish it by June. Even, like, the people I know that bought a lot of this set. Exactly. Like, an, an incredibly large amount of the set did not finish it by June. People that were trying really? to trade for everything, like, it, no one finished this set by June. And no one was gonna the thread possibly finish it by June. 29th. Like, come on. Yeah, like it, when he when he was typing this, there was two days to get every figure and a hundred and twenty cards when there's four cards per brick. No one was finishing this set by June. Um, by the end of June, yes, several people have already finished this set. Yeah. So 
like there's definitely I mean I understand what he's saying it's just I, so I the feel Chad like he's, uh, of the world he's building up finishing his, the set uh, three times over before June <laughs> I guess yes so uh, his, he has five points here um, and as you guys are already well aware, I forgot to start with this, but this isn't just a creative corner. You know, we've been doing mostly creative corner threads because those are kind of the easiest to critique and then find flaws in. Um, but it's threaded redemption. So any thread goes, just so you know. So no thread is safe, basically. Uh, number one, I don't actually hate this. Uh, value in boosters. Pre-JLU in modern age, you pick a booster off the wall, you had a 60% chance of getting uh, garbage. In JLU, you only have a chance, a uh, 20% chance of getting garbage. That is a huge swing. Okay. Uh, besides sealed, my favorite local tournaments are the ones that have a $5 entry. I prefer those to free events. Why? Well, the venue adds one booster to the prize pool for every two players who enter. We average around 8 to 14 players. Kind of jealous. Like, that's a pretty solid play group. Yeah. 8 to 14 is pretty good, honestly. Being able to split up um, 8 people so would be pretty great on, on an those days. Trip. Yeah, on those days for a $5 entry, not bad at all. Uh, and then, better yet, the boosters are all open before prizing. You might have, you know, 25 to 40 prizes. This is a great way of prizing because we've all had that common that would just, they'd never pull and, you know, had to trade for. This solves it. With team-up cards, there are even more interesting prizes to get, even for someone who bought in bulk. So, go, value in boosters. You know what? Them being teamed up in rares, with only in rare boosters, right? Um, it's rare down, super yeah. Rares. There's, it's rare there's down. Con- uncommon and so, rare. Instead Nothing of getting super. a garbage rare, you know, there's only what two two boosters now in a one or two boosters, whatever, in a in a brick where you're just gonna get a garbage rare or just a rare, right? And now you're gonna get a rare and you'll at least get a team up card. So I do agree with the volume boosters bit. What about you, Simeon? I yeah, I agree with it to an extent um, because looking through some of these team up cards, like uh, just for example, um, I'll say. One of the Martian Manhunter ones. Let me look at it here. Martian Manhunter is number 046 in the set. He is a rare. If you team him up with, I think it's the Flash. So Martian Manhunter, um, he has traded. Let me let me let me actually pull it up. I don't want to. I don't want to speak out of turn and be wrong here. So I'm going to actually do my due diligence. Martian Manhunter has. Traded shape change super senses. When Martian Manhunter used super senses and it succeeds, you may change the target of the attack to uh, some character that's adjacent to him. Um, if you get Martian Manhunter and you get a, the team up card with the Flash, um, you get if the list friendly characters on the map, Martian Manhunter can use super senses. He's got it traded. So, <laughs> like. I don't know what value that adds to any, like, this is not, like, several of these cards are just going to be things that people literally do not need or want, like, no, because all of the Flash ones are the same, I think, I don't know if this one's entered wrong and he has, like, Hypersonic as well or not, but all of the single characters, like, if it's Batman, it's uh, Stealth and Free, if you occupy Hendering, move up to two, if it's Superman... You can use super strength and improve target, improve targeting, hindering. So like they're all the same if they are that single character. So yes, I agree with it being more value in each booster, but there are still like some team ups where they didn't even bother to be like, 
ah, Martian Manhunter has traded super senses. He's a rare, so he's not like the most likely thing to pull. You won't get a lot of multiples right. of him in a single brick. But if you do, you could get this Flash team up that gives him also super senses in case they, you know, somehow outwit it, but not... I don't know. There's no way that he, he just always has super senses. If they outwit it, yeah. it outwits every access to it. So there's no reason to ever play that card on him. It's just bad. If it had given him, like if WizKids had been like, ah, he's already got it. Or we could just add, if this character already has this power, add a plus one to their role. Like something very simple that would have made sense and would have been perfectly great and usable. But instead, like some of these team of cards are just completely worthless because of that. Um, and there's more. There's like somewhere like sure Superman gives you improved targeting through hindering, but I think the Wonder Woman team up with him, she already has super strength for a lot of her dial, and she has zero range. So there's no reason for her to see through hindering, and there's no reason to give her super strength. So it's just like why? What does what benefit does this team of card do? There's no reason to have this in my collection. This card is as worthless as any card I've ever seen. Like, it's just bad. But other than that, I agree with point one. Okay. Moving on. You want to read point two for us? Yeah. So point two is low cost for WizKids. He says, let's face it, WizKids is all about cutting cost. Captain America and the Avengers was an all-new low, pulling sculpt reuse from five years ago. Those were super rare sculpts, so let's give them a little bit of credit. The JLU release map is the same map that you get from the starter set. That's true. I actually like that because some people don't have organized playgroups, so they can't get the LE map without mm -hmm. spending $15 online. If they get I see the that start as... I... Sorry, keep going. No, I'm just. If they get the starter, not only do they get like the new figures and two maps, they also don't have to pay to get like the LE map. So yeah. I actually kind of like that they did that. Um, so it will and be. Yeah, good. <laughs> Jeez, I keep it around. Uh, but on the reverse side, uh, I don't want to buy a starter with figures I don't want and kind of hate all those characters. So. I can just get the maps I want now, which is the only thing I would want from that starter anyways. So, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it works both, goes on, works both ways. Yeah. Like, if you if you have a good organized playgroup that, like, you know, you've got enough extra maps that you can snag one, then you just yeah. don't have to get the starter. If you, like, look at the characters and you're like, I don't really need them, um, the starter doesn't come with, like, a ton of crazy cool stuff or anything. Um the Superman is way better than the common Superman, but uh, if you just like want those extra options, that's one thing. I don't know. Uh, he goes on to say, the team of cards are cheap for them, meaning WizKids, way to add value without affecting weight, packaging, or production time. There is no reason why team up cards can't become a permanent thing. How dare you become a permanent... <laughs> Can you imagine, Ooh. Calder... If every set from here on out had an item in it where if you bought a brick, you were guaranteed four of those items, but there was 120 of them to collect, and you weren't guaranteed to not pull duplicates, mm. 
I'm like, What's I funny. don't collect full sets a lot. Sometimes I do accidentally just because I buy a lot. And sometimes I do just like eventually because I've already got a lot of the set. So I'm like, why not finish it out with like, you know, these two figures I'm missing. I will never finish Justice League Unlimited because there's 120 team up cards. This um this paragraph here that that he wrote it's like it's cheap for them to make and why can't they become a permanent thing? Uh, this one paragraph he made made me both uh, gag and roll my eyes at the same time. It's it's pretty pretty awful. Um, I don't care if it's cheap for Wizkids to make. Like yeah, I mean, I, good for good for company. Let's have a standing O for for you know what else is company, cheap for Wizkids to do like reuse old super rare sculpts that some people didn't want to shell out like yeah fifty dollars or forty dollars for. Take that old uh, X Men Xavier School Wolverine sculpt and throw it in as a rare in one of the, like the next X Men sets that we know is coming out. Yeah, people I don't think like would... that. Hate that. It'd be awesome. I'd love to Yeah, it'll cost WizKids no money to reuse a sculpt. It'll save them money on like designing a new sculpt. That will also save them money. And when I pull it, I won't be mad that I'm missing 119 other Wolverines from the set. You know, I'll just be glad that I've got this one cool one. So point two, I feel like is a loss. Um, yeah. WizKids is a company. Sure, I want them to make money. I want them to like the fact that HeroClix is their like bread and butter that like brings money to them. I want them to like make more HeroClix. That's my whole thing. I don't buy into WizKids other things. I'm not a Dice Masters person. I don't play Kibble Scuffle, uh, Scruffle, Scuffle. Bad, I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't no, play all their other games. <laughs> uh, I'm not big into whatever the the, the the big dice monster thing. I like HeroClix, so I want WizKids HeroClix to succeed so that they keep making it. But I don't want them to cut costs and give me a bunch of extra cardboard. Yeah. So that they think that I'm getting a better deal because I don't feel like it's a better deal. They don't need to treat it like the black sheep of their product line when it clearly is their most like pull and money wise and everything. And I get that they want to branch out and make other games or whatever, all that garbage. But like, if you would treat HeroClix the way treat treat Mama the way she deserves to be treated, Papa. You know, like if you would treat it treated like HeroClix how it should be, it, it should be a bigger game. First of all, way more people should be into it than are. But it's still your biggest game. Kid. Yeah. No matter how many D and D loot crates you want to make, okay, <laughs> quit kidding yourself. There's a reason why it's called like the biggest miniature game, like on the market, because like it is like you know it's it's the the only miniature game that comes out with new stuff multiple times a year to like add on to its collection and uh, in like such volume, like no other miniature game adds like three or four hundred plus figures every year um yeah only hero clicks does uh another thing they could do to cut costs would be like i don't know they make miniatures uh i guess they've got these uh what are they they're they're like uh robots in disguise i think they're called like transformers maybe miniatures mm. 
Maybe slap a like dial. An electrical box? In the a transformer? Like one just, of those? Okay. Just slap a dial in that box. I don't care what it says on it. I will play it if you give me a dial. It will cost you the amount that a dial costs. I don't know. Is that like five cents? Whoa. I'll pay an extra five cents Whoa. for one. Simeon, that is a plastic thing with a sticker and then another plastic thing on top of I, that. You know how hard it is to put I a sticker it's in between not a, two it's plastic not a card. I understand that it's not another card being added to the pack, but for uh, just please, just please do it. Uh, they also have D and D miniatures. Throw dials in those packs. The D and D guys can toss it in the trash. They don't. They don't need it if they don't want you it. Can make those like easily switch clicks as well. You can make them switch off the dial and then so easy. into uh, the little like what is it? The size of a quarter about? I think D and D squares are. I mean, if it's a if it's bases. like a smaller character, it's like a penny. Um, yeah. The bigger ones are yeah, they're like a little bit like silver dollar size ish. But like yeah, that. you can easily click a base into like the bottom of them if you had little yeah, notches. Totally. So it's it's not hard. They I, already I have wouldn't even care if you brought technology back just to make the little pegs easier to click in. <laughs> like D and D minis would be great for generic, just paladin, like paladin human, paladin elf, paladin whatever, and do that for like every class or you know something, or or not whatever, you know, like that's fun, like that's a really cool and fun idea. D and D is a rich world full of like really cool characters and enemies and things that you can do in it, and well, work very easily for hero clicks. The craziest thing is like they don't need a license to make random fire mage or yeah. random red dragon. No one owns the rights to dragon it is just like a ubiquitous animal that is like a fantasy creature but thing you know we are getting slightly off topic i must say yes. this side tangent the side uh, tangent's pretty so, good no it's gucci don't get me wrong but so for point one i'm gonna give him an eight it's a pretty good point for point yep. two i'm gonna give him a two i don't care if it saves mm. whiz kids money at the end of the day um heck i hope it costs them money so they stop doing it <laughs> All right, uh, point three, implementation. Uh, this I must give WizKids huge credit for and admittedly await them screwing this one up big time. So he's he's already waiting for them to mess it up. That's not very hopeful, Tiro clicks, but okay. Uh, first off, they appear in boosters with the actual figures they work for. That is cool. So when you pulled like an ID card during Age of Ultron or whatever, it wouldn't always be in a figure with or in a booster with that figure. So I will kind of agree with this statement that the team up cards appear in the figures they work for or in the boosters with the figures they work for. Makes sense. Secondly, team-up cards are not currently found in Super Rare Prime, Chase, LE, and con-exclusive figures, which makes them a valuable asset to your average player. Mm, okay. Uh, this is the first time I, I can recall WizKids actively doing something that all players can benefit from. Uh, that is such a great idea that if that idea came from a person was one of the, was the one who implemented visible dials, uh, I would be satisfied with a demotion public pantsing or wrap on or wrap on their knuckles with a ruler instead of firing that i would currently call for it really fired up but those vis visible dials the old vd vd really get yeah really the vds them. um which i i can't argue with him i don't blame I also him. I hate socks. the I hate visible too, dial thing like, i mostly hate the visible it. dial thing because it just like at zero point in like your hero clicks career doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense if you're a beginner. It definitely doesn't make sense if you're experienced and like you're a tournament player. Um, if you're not willing to like put in the time to like 
memorize like the dials that will be in the meta play and you're if you're like a newer player then it actually benefits you your opponent not knowing your dial most of the time from what i've experienced um so like that's like i agree with him on that uh the implementation there's 120 of these in this set i don't know if i've said that yet but there's a literally you will open in a brick 10 boosters you will get four out of 120 there is no way for you to make sure that you don't pull duplicates sure you can trade but no one's going to want to trade multiples of your martian manhunter flash team up which again i remind you does nothing for martian manhunter no one's going to want to trade multiples of like your wonder woman superman team up which she gets super strength and can see through hindering great she has zero range and already has super strength um yeah there's just not that not that great of implementation i will say x-men regenesis the previous version where they introduced these team up cards was not a bad idea the fact that they based it around the team the keyword of the teams made more sense and instead of like it being a static effect like the flash giving super senses it gave each character a bonus to like what they already had so emma frost became like viable if she was on like the cyclops team uh whatever it was called utopia i guess i don't know um those team-ups made sense because it was personalized per character. These team-ups are a lot of filler that no one will ever use, and we really did not need 120 of them. I appreciate the fact that they went like episodic kind of style, and they're like, ah, in this episode, he teams up with this guy. But they didn't like make it a special power based on what they do in the episode. They were like, ah, he teamed up with Green Arrow. Something with range or arrow, maybe? Like, I don't know. He exploding arrows he will give like, him six range. Uh, yeah. Half effort about, yeah. And so, going forward, I hope if they continue to do this, which we already know there's one set with more of these, uh, I hope they continue along the lines of Regenesis and not JLU. And I hope they don't look at yeah. the sales figures for JLU and think of this as a success because we're coming off of a dry period, WizKids. People are just buying stuff because we haven't had anything to do for a long time other than buy stuff. So don't look at the sales and be like, ah, people really responded to those crazy team-ups that we threw like 11 on a single character. That's not why people are buying it for the most part. There's a few people, but that's not why people are buying this set for the most part. Mm -hmm. So, and that's all I have know, to say. When, when Simeon said, do it like Regenesis, he didn't mean give every character in the set one. He meant maybe one per character in the set. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I, like, I meant... We don't want every single character. We just want, like, maybe, if you're going to do a team-up card, let one character have one team-up card, you know? And split don't it, but give it on the same card. ten. Yeah, put it on the same card. Don't. Why would you need if an extra you go, card for? If I go to HC Realms right now and I pull up this character, Martian Manhunter, he has one through eleven. All of these little traits, 
So it's Superman gives super strength and improved targeting hindering. And then it like tells you all the like bonus stuff that they could have just they could have just put that above this, had a fold out card on each of these characters with all of these team up possibilities, and they all would have fit on the inside of a double sided card. Mr. Sinister had a trifold card. card. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Sinister had a trifold card. I get that they want you to have like a card that's tradable and you can be like, ah, this is like worth something because you need it for like that thing. But as far as like a collector and a player like goes, when I see something like this figure clearly could have fit this on their like card. I've seen double sided cards. We had them in Regenesis. You could have fit mm-hmm. these eleven little power ups. Each one of them is like a small paragraph, which like half of the paragraph on each of these is the same after revealing forces you may replace this game element kind of thing. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So we don't need that. So really if you like shortened it down to just the powers that they get, you could have fit this on like one side of a double sided card. And uh, so it's just like the fact that they could have done that but decided not to. And I get it does give you a little benefit on the secondary market. It gives you a little bit of trade fodder, possibly, unless you're pulling one of those really bad ones that does nothing. I don't know. I just. Okay. Let's read number four before you so get into hernia. <laughs> uh, number four gameplay. It is frustrating. I'm just going to end it there. I agree. It is frustrating. <laughs> Boom. Thread done. Congratulations. We agree. Hey, you said something we agree All with. Right. <laughs> so he goes on. Uh, it is frustrating to bring a team up to your local venue only to be facing a degenerate build. Ooh, degenerate build. <laughs> this is some fighting words. Team up cards. That's some, are that's some 20th balance. century collector speak right there. Degenerate yeah. build. <laughs> What are you doing with your full Batman family all stealth against my range? That's a degenerate build. Ah, you degenerate. (laughs) How dare you play these figures that are available to everyone. Get out of my favorite local game store, you degenerates. Uh, (laughs) Bring a team to your venue only to be facing a degenerate build. Was that a Q Prime, a regular Q, an Eddie Guerrero? You degenerate. That actually would be a degenerate build. I agree with that. Uh, team of cards are a way to balance the teams and rein in the degenerate element of the game a bit. <laughs> the degenerate element of the game. Ah, uh, you know. A lot of degenerates coming in here with all their money. Uh, WizKids is unable to understand the limitless combinations of every new element that can be paired with team-up cards, sidesteps, a huge part of that issue being tied to a specific character slash characters. Man, if this guy's talking about sidestep as, like, degenerate builds, team-up cards, sidesteps, a huge... Oh, he's saying team-up cards, sidesteps, a huge part of that issue. Um, So, yeah, I agree with this part. WizKids is unable to understand the limitless combinations of every new element. Uh, Looking back at their history, they put Kobik and Traitor in the same set. They put Vulture and Ock Arms in the same set. They can't even see combos in the same set that might be problematic. I think it's weird that, like, they don't look like a few sets back. Like, 
oh, is it going to be bad if we give uh, this Steve Rogers the ability to make any 50-point standard character an Avenger? No, Avengers don't win anything. I can understand that part. Uh, He goes on. I can ID call in the most powerful, broken version of a character from the Shadow Realm. Uh, But if I want to abuse an Aquaman team-up card, I have to use the JLU Uncommon Aquaman and... I have to use the required one plus other figure listed on the card. Oh, wow. It's really reining in that power creep with that Aquaman team-up card. Um, This is a bigger push towards influencing players' build to be more thematic than anything. WizKids had tried before, and certainly more than WizKids deemed keyword-themed teams we are currently stuck with. So, sure. I understand this because uh, the team-up cards do come with some caveats. If you want to use one of these team-up cards that will give you a slight edge, um, it's basically Highlander rules for the, the team-up card. Um, you can't have several... You can't like stack Dr. Fates if you want to play a team-up card. doesn't matter if Dr. Fates on the team-up card. It's just if you have multiple characters with the same name, the team-up card is invalid. He goes on to say, with uh, bonus, you can build an actual thematic team and use team-up cards, or you can use the WizKid team keywords and use team-up cards. So, sure, that was kind of the whole point of the team-up cards, is that you would use the the names and that they had like the same keywords. So like if you're building team-up cards with the villain, which is kind of lacking... You've got Injustice League or something like that. And if uh, you're building literally any of the heroes, they've got at least Justice League. Um, I don't think there's a single hero that has a team-up card that doesn't have Injustice League. So I I guess I will let his point there stand. Um, I don't really know what his point there was because this isn't going to rein in any kind of power creep. Um, There's very few of these team-up cards that are like actually metal worthy or like yeah. would be broken and casual or anything like that. Um, well, yeah. I mean, he Lex Luthor teams up with, but Fred he and he gets plasticity. Like, so it's like, yeah. cool. The guy that you Lex don't want close to people can tie them up. Yeah. With his ESD yeah. and running shot yeah. and six range, yeah, you can tie people ESD up with plasticity. That's what I want. That's what I want on my running shot. I guess you can break away easier. There you go. That's sure. that's one thing. Sure. Um, yeah, he says gameplay when he almost certainly meant to say thematic or theme-wise. Because he, he says gameplay to start it off. But what he really means is is how thematic these can be. Because that's what he spends the majority of this little section talking about. Is And it is, it is a little more thematic. I'll give you that. But gameplay-wise, no. I'm not seeing your gameplay point. Thematic wise yeah sure and just going even though by, it's thematic <laughs> just going dr fate to have all his fates right it's thematic right. for that to happen because that's, that's a thing that's he can whole do point. but it that's takes the whole away point of playing a doctor fate team up card so yeah if you if you play a doctor fate dude? you don't get to play his like little clones um i i feel like he's a little frustrated with uh people playing like slightly more maybe like meta straight up meta teams at like his local venue because of his wording um this won't help that i'm sorry but like 
other than Amazo, there's very few of these team up cards where you'll play like a 400 point game. And like again, I'm going to go back to Martian Manhunter. His best team up is Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, The Flash, Green Lantern, Hot Girl. If I'm playing those six those six characters and this Martian Manhunter at full, I'm having like a, a hard time building within like a 400 point game. And if I'm building to 500 points and somebody throws like a Unimind on their team, for example, like a degenerate throwing Unimind on a team, they are going to squash my team. They are they are going to see that team up card and laugh as they blue flame it away. Um, so yeah, that it's I just don't see it raining anything in as he says. Are you saying that it's not much of a silver bullet? I would say if Unimind is a werewolf, um, <laughs> the legends were false, and this is not a silver bullet. Uh, look at that beautifully smooth execution er, segue, might I add. Point five is silver bullet designs. What makes team up cards great is there's no need for silver bullet designs. Ooh, okay, sure. Opposing players actually get to interact with the elements instead of hiding in the starting area, or far worse, the sideline or the map location itself. Most team up cards can be stopped in two ways: KO the figure, or KO the figure granting the use of the team up cards. No need for the annoying must-get, use, chase, and con figures designed to top, to stop a screw-up WizKids created, and then, as the gimmick falls away, the purpose of said character is gone. Think of all those anti-resource, anti-ID characters that are, that either are or will have little reason to see play. Now, if I was in charge of WizKids design, thank goodness you're not, uh, having replaced the dolt who came up with visible dials, once again, uh, visible dials, this guy, or firing him slasher in front of everyone, he really... <laughs> firing him dials. or her in front it's of... Just, it's you just, you can look at your opponent's dial, card. Man. Kenny that's Pena with your visible dials. I don't know if that's who des- decided... It probably wasn't. Let's be real. Uh, yeah, you're fired in front of everyone. He's too busy Come out swimming here. with dolphins. In front yeah. of all 26 WizKid employees, <laughs> you are fired. Oh, you think there's 26? Is that is that what the, I, that's a high number from last I heard? It's an over under by at least two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, whatever. Uh, what I put on the design meeting room wall. Here's here's so here's his rules for team up cards. Basically, he's saying there's no straight up silver bullet. Uh, for team up cards, right? These they, are the five don't... commandments of team up cards. Yeah, the five. I'm about to read you the five commandments. Moses so coming down from Mount Sinai. One, one, one stone tablet. Um, but like <laughs> Moses, I'm gonna get angry at you people that made visible dials, the golden visible dials calf, and throw yeah, it down in anger. It was actually ten, but he smashed one of the tablets. So he there's only five the tablets. Now. Yeah, he didn't want to go back up embarrassed to WizKids God or Tiro clicks here and have him remake it inscribed on lightning to the tablet or whatever. Uh, thou shalt not, I, this is how I wrote him too. <laughs> thou shalt not make a team up card for a con exclusive prime Ellie super rare or chase figure. <laughs> Getting those figures is already the reward. No seconds. I feel hey, like, Sarah, like, can like I have some more? no seconds boy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I feel like if you're already getting one of those figures, it would only possibly come with a one team up card. Like we have yet to see a team up for any of these. Um, none of these came with a team up. Uh, so far, rares and under is the only thing that's gotten a team up. Um, 
But even then, I would rather have a con exclusive. Like, let's say there's a Black Panther con exclusive that comes out. And you have a 1 in 10 chance of getting one that has a team-up card. But there's only one team-up card. That's still better than trying to collect 240. So, I mean, I, I agree with Commandment 1. But at the same time, I don't see any reason why they would add a team-up card to any of these. Right. Second commandment, my lord. Thou shalt not include team-up cards in prize packs or make them available as con exclusives. Doing so devalues the non-exclusive versions and reduces the value in boosters. Sure. I feel like... Man. I feel like this goes against point uh let's see point number one his his value and boosters thing um the value in the booster is the fact that you're getting the team up card that team up card is exclusive to that set and it's in that booster um unless they're reprinting and that's not what he's thinking i don't think i i think he's thinking of like martian manhunter instead of 11 team ups getting a 12th team up as a con exclusive i'm actually super okay with that if they were going to, because that makes figures more playable further down the line. So, like, maybe you're not playing common Superman because he doesn't have, in, you know, he doesn't have Indom and he's garbage for 100 points. Uh, so you, maybe you're not playing him. But, uh, like, let's say, like, a year later, they release a team-up card. And if he's played with, like, a specific other character, then uh, he gets some sort of bonus then that makes that character actually worth something at that point. So I actually disagree yeah. with this commandment. Um, I'm super okay with That's... them releasing more exclusive ones because there's 120. They're all exclusive at this point, unless you're Kinda willing true, to yeah. pay money. They're all exclusive. Really, when you look at it, it'd be easier to get if there was a specific five or whatever ex con exclusive, right? Yeah. up cards, you know? If there was, would, like, a broken one... Wouldn't that technically one? be easier than trying to, like, tr yeah. track all these things down? If they, if they make another Amazo, and it's a con exclusive, and it's $50, that will be less expensive than collecting two of the current Amazos. So, yeah. he's a common. And, uh, yeah. Uh, commandment number three here. Tiro clicks, hero clicks, tenants for team-up cards commandment here. Thou shall not have more than one power or effect on a team-up card. If it would be cool to have another effect, that will be... If, it's not... If it would be cool... How do you do, my fellow kids? To have another effect, that will be made on a second, comma, separate card. Don't, don't be confusing these Heroclix players now. It's okay, little guy. It just gives you super senses. Nothing else to worry about. It's just Honor thy power. father and mother. If it would be cool, also buy them an Xbox. Cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? If it would be cool <laughs> to have another cool. effect. Uh, sure, sure. It's like Martian oh, Manchester, team up number 12, Flash. Uh, super senses with a plus one since the first Flash team up did nothing. That would be cool. Uh, number four, thou shalt not change the anti duplicate requirement, nor shalt anyone attach a set number to a required team up figure. I agree with half of this. 
Um, I, yeah. I like that there is no set number. That for sure. I can yes. dig that. That way I don't have to play this specific version of Flash, Martian Manhunter, whatever, right? Also that there's no uh, like set like version. So like the fact that they don't specify like Justice League Unlimited, a Batman from like Justice League Unlimited. Um, so I can play any Golden Age Batman. I can play any Batman from like the history of Batmans and use a team-up card with him. That is one of the only redeeming factors of team-up cards is that I can use other figures that fit the bill because they have the name. Absolutely. And then the whole anti-duplicate thing. Like, as we, as I've just said before, in the case of, like, Joker, um, Dr. Fate... And Dr. Fate, yeah. Playing duplicates, big thing, Dr. Fate there. Like, they literally cannot use their inherent one cool ability they do. You're, also, you're getting rid of that sweet ability to use a team-up card. Going back to his gameplay thing with his like frustration against degenerate builds, um, if you want to build a good Justice League theme team, you're going to need to play duplicates of certain characters because Very true. Like, there's certain characters that are just way more worth like the points. So if I'm playing a Dr. Fate... You know, like bringing in what are they like ten points for his like alternate starting lines? Uh, if I'm already playing one at full points to activate a team up card, I'm totally gonna want to add like at least two of those extra Doctor Fates with their enhancement and uh, mystics and all that stuff. Uh, there's no reason not to. So, yeah, I agree with half right on that one. You get yes. half points, which so, is still yeah, yeah. still a failing grade. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, and number five, I hate that I'm going to read this one. Uh, Thou shalt not use the words visible dials. Saying visible dials is the same as saying I quit. And thou shalt immediately clean out your cubicle and exit the building. Whoops. Sorry. Emoji. How'd that get in there? Haha. <laughs> emoji. Jeez, man. Um, no one uses visible dials except for you, dog. I have not seen it used. Yeah. I've <laughs> never once. Now. I've only seen people say, like, the dial, the back of the card. Uh, I've never seen anyone use, like, shorthand VD, especially. Um, But using, like, visible dials. The dial is not visible. It's the card that you can look at. If you're playing Golden Age and you look at the back of the card, which you're allowed to do, uh, it will not show you the dial, and your opponent does not have to click the dial to show you anything. So, uh, in Golden Age... Like anything prior to uh, what was it like 2016 when they started doing that 2017? Uh, yeah. Anything prior to that, if you're we playing it, Spider-Man. Then yeah, it there's no such thing as visible dials. Um, so sure. It's also not a key phrase. Sure. That just <laughs> fire fire WizKids employees right. for using a thing that exists. Um, in closing. I do hope WizKids can stay the course in design and, more importantly, implementation of the team cards. I think they're an interesting and positive addition to the game. Thanks for reading. I also look forward to reading any underlined, bolded, thoughtful additions or criticisms. Uh, so I don't know how thoughtful this was. Uh, we put thought into it. Yeah, there was thought. I would say, yeah. I mean, Maybe I tried not. to... I tried to blast Maybe as I much didn't... as I possibly could, but oh, there's yeah, definitely okay, thought yeah. behind my blasts. Um, That's because you're a degenerate 21st century hero clicks player slash collector. <laughs> that's why. That's why. 
you degenerate playing multiple <laughs> Dr. Fates with a team of card. How dare you? I also like theme teams, but how dare you play a Heroclix theme that makes sense because of literally the gameplay without... Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just going to, as like a final thought on his like All little right, is the thread in the red tirade. or is the thread dead simeon this is this is the new ranking here is the thread in the red which is good i guess not really more in the green but whatever <laughs> we're gonna make it red is the thread in the red or is the thread dead i'm gonna say this thread closer is... on the scale uh you know saying dead is one in the red is 10 sure on a scale of uh one being dead and 10 being yeah. I'm gonna say that this this thread is the shambling corpse of Abraham Lincoln's zombie, and it is barely getting by. Um, I'll give it a two because he does make several points that are true. Uh, there's just he gives way too much leeway to the the Justice League. If he had made this thread for Regenesis. And he had only talked about like the Regenesis way of doing the team up cards. I would have probably agreed with most of it. It's the fact that there's 120. I don't know if I said this before. There's 120 team up cards in this Justice League set, and there's only four per brick. That means if you spend a hundred dollars, you're only getting four of these. And yeah, I just uh, it's, it's bad. There's really like some of his points are fine. I do think that the team up cards are good for thematic builds. One of the problems being that uh, there's so few DC sets in modern that if you ever have to do like a modern fun like casual build, you just don't have a ton of stuff to choose from. Like, if you want to play, like, uh, the Martian Manhunter team up with, like, all these figures listed, uh, you'll have to play mostly out of the Justice League set and, like, a future set, maybe. Um, also, when these rotate, there will be people that have, like, spent hundreds of dollars on team-up cards that are just worth their weight in paper. And that's yep. kind of a distressing thought. Um, I don't know. I all right. I am torn. I'm gonna rank it straight up. O'Driscoll dead. I <laughs> having none of it. None of it. Um, but okay. I hope you guys enjoyed a change of pace for this week's Thread Dead Redemption. We're going to. We spent a long time on it. I realize. Sorry guys. We also talked about killer clowns and video games maybe for a bit too long on our Hero Clicks podcast. So we're gonna go ahead and move right on into the community section. There are dozens of us. <laughs> dozens. Uh, Community Tuesdays is question this week. This question this week. It is 10 p.m. Give me a break. <laughs> uh, do you have any custom Heroclix figures? What is your favorite? Simeon, do you have any custom Heroclix figures? Oh, yeah. I've got a couple. So I've got uh, the old school Dakin, which is the only Dakin that I think we've ever got. Um, I've got one of him in an acrylic puddle that's like slightly blue with Wolverine doing his like kind of like pounce pose so it's like one fist is down and his claws up and he's holding him down uh because that's how wolverine killed his son at least that one son hmm. um he's killed multiple of his sons uh 
So yeah, that's the that's the web of Spider-Man Dakin. That's the only one that we've ever gotten. I guess there's two in that set. Um, I also, at the height of Vulture, I took the the death figure from uh, the Rest in Peace set, the Undead set, and I took the the death cloak, the like the head of death off, and I put it on where Vulture's head should be, and I also took his scythe and put it in Vulture's hand because uh, it just seemed fitting. So that was a fun little fun little uh, custom, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've seen it before. It's pretty. It's pretty solid. It's, it's pretty solid. Yeah, it's all right. It's. I mean, you know, if it's, 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 it adds, it adds, it adds. It's like, ha! You're still an ass for uh, making Love that me. figure. True. True. And for playing it. Oh, that's what I mean. uh, for so, playing yeah. it. Yes. Not. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I have a few. I I like the Frankensteining, cutting up, painting figures, stuff like that. I made a Soldier seventy six. That seemed all right. On the flip side, I made uh, several Team Fortress 2 characters, uh, Pyro Heavy, Demo Man, Soldier. Um, and then probably my favorite is Ash, because I actually had a good dial for him using Archon. I just think that fits really well from Secret Wars Battleworld for an Ash Williams uh, from Evil Dead dial. So yeah, those are probably my favorite customs I have made. I'm going to do. I'm gonna read three, and we're going to keep it to a tight three here. We're just going to go quick back and forth. Uh, Banzai Tree and Sapling, Vigilante Banzai Tree and Sapling says, I have custom paint jobs, uh, Young Justice Superboy and Artemis, but no mods yet, though I have pieces to mod Shifting Focus Punisher into Old Hob from IDW TMNT when I get around to it. Hmm. I should also say, I do have, from the uh, Star Wars Attack Wing, I have a Millennium Falcon that I put on the uh, Invisible Jet dial, because it it's got like energy shield and hypersonic and it just kind of makes sense. And it's, it's a much cooler sculpt. Um, on Facebook, Luis Hernandez says, I put the dark Knight rises Joker head on the web of Spider-Man nurse's body. Don't worry. It was the common one that got the treatment, not the rare. So that's a, that's a nod to the, the Joker walking away from the, uh, what what Joker was that? Um, not Jared Leto, the one before that, uh, the good one. Um, do, you, do you want me to give it to you? Knight's, you Knight's Tale. Keep going uh, yeah, Heath Ledger. Heath. That one maybe. Heath Candy Bar was his name. Um, oh, here we are. <laughs> that's the Heath Ledger Joker wow. when he's walking away right, from the uh, hospital and he's pressing the button. It's good. It's a good uh, good custom. It's a cool uh, unique. The- Memorable scene. Yeah. Absolutely. Derek says, shout out to the guy on Facebook who painted his phoenix with a glow-in-the-dark paint. Straight fire emoji. What a guy. Shout out to that gentleman. Do you know who that was? Or is it not in our Facebook comments? It's just somewhere on Facebook. The phoenix with the glow-in-the-dark paint. Probably not in our Facebook comments. I don't comments. see it Somewhere there, yeah. out there in Facebook land, yeah. Oh, I do remember seeing it, though, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it was like a glow-in-the-dark on the, the Rachel you, Summers, yeah. Uh, Tyler Murin says, just custom pogs and replacement cards. Every time there is a custom, I think they want... I think I want they release it. Like, the last figure I was going to make slash custom was a WWE The Fiend Bray Wyatt, and he's being released in the up-and-coming Series 2. Yep. That's how they do it. They wait until you, you make your own, and then they're like, oh, I guess we'll make our own. 
<sighs> Sadly, yes. Uh, F yeah, HeroClix says, I've done some custom paint jobs on figures for friends. The last custom I made was the goon. You know, that guy. I'm sorry if he's a well-known character, and I just don't know who he is. I'm sorry. Uh, the goon is, yeah, he's from an in, uh, not indie. Um, he's not a Marvel or DC guy, but he's like just this big dude that's like, I don't know, he looks like a homeless guy that's big and gruff. Uh, it's been a while since I've actually read the comic, so don't quote me. Uh, Dylan Disney says, I have two, a DC 75 Ares, a friend made me before he left the game, and an AA Wonder Woman. What's AA? Um, Alcoholics Anonymous Wonder Woman. <laughs> Sorry, it's the person. <laughs> no, the... Uh. I meant I meant the name of the set called or not. The, oh, uh, Arkham Asylum. Yes, maybe? that's that's <laughs> the one. Uh, we don't have Wonder Woman sitting on like a fold-out metal chair. No, <laughs> in a circle. Hi, I'm. Wonder I mean, Woman. I I asked Hi, that Wonder the uh, the lasso of truth would help there. Um, yes, from the the Arkham Asylum set. Uh, so he says. Uh, Good. Wonder Woman from Arkham Asylum, who is brandishing a bored Superman instead of a pillar. And then he added a, a picture of it, and it's uh, pretty sweet. Um, the Ares glows. <laughs> so, like, the Ares base has, like, a light in it. So that's oh, that's the Ares that I that. used in one of our Thursday throwdowns, the 14 attack one. And then this is, like, the bored Superman who's just, like, arms straight down and just blank expression. Yeah, so if people don't know, yeah. that's the Superman I mean when I say low-T Superman. Oh, okay. that's low-T Superman, yeah. Being used as an object is pretty cool. As an object. Uh, she's, she, you could say she's objectifying Superman, and I'd be okay with that. Also on Facebook, uh, just a lot of custom pictures that people posted of their own custom work. So if you want to check out some of the cool customs oh, yeah. that were commented on here, uh, make sure to do that. There's some, some cool... Uh, there's like a speed racer... There's a Witchblade. I think that's Speed Racer. I don't really know. I haven't watched it. I don't know anything about it. But yeah, okay. that's it for Facebook. All right. Yeah, well, that's Community Tuesdays. So thank you to everybody that answered on our Community Tuesdays question. Obviously, it's Community Tuesdays. We put it up every Tuesday. Yeah, you guessed it right. So if, you, if you know, you're just scrolling through, see it there, and like, hey, look, it's a Tuesday. I better go see what the Dial H boys are asking me to, to talk about this week. And if you got some input, well, we'd love to hear it. Moving on, let's go ahead and give you a Jedi Legend Hero Clicks tip of the week. You want to sell me death sticks? I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life? I want to go home and rethink my life. Now I'm going to read this, and I'm going to read it how he wrote it. And then I'm going to tell you about the picture, all right? So if I say something wrong, I'm just, oh, I just, I like to make this explicitly clear, because I do not have the time. I do not care, nor do I have the time for people to tell me how wrong I am. I get it. I get it. This is how Jedi Legend wrote it. This is the picture of reference. That's what we're reading. We're reading what I'm, I'm getting here. Whether or not, just whatever. Right, you understand? It's a straight line, but isn't a direct path. Direct path is a game term and applies, when stated, its first square or more of a single character in a single direction along a horizontal vertical diagonal path. I mean, it's in the rule book and it still gets questions. The figure is of a figure. None of it says direct path. I'll mind you, it says in direct line of fire, which is uh, column waves, right? That's just a normal square, square, square. And then the other one is direct line of fire, which is also a direct line of fire, right? That's diagonal, which is diamond, diamond, diamond. 
this is understand for a audio visual cue and then one is the indirect line of fire so these aren't paths because line of fire is different from path but this is what the what the figure is showing and the indirect one is where it kind of crisscrosses all over the place yeah which is what i did last thursday throwdown when i said this is a direct line of fire and it's, like, <laughs> ah, it's not though it's off by one square it was, uh, off, it was off by a tad yeah yeah this this uh is most important when using like the ram ability um there's not a lot of figures that need direct paths um but like, uh, there's a few juggernauts or colossuses that uh, use like that kind of thing. But like people that are mostly like chargey kind of guys, uh, whether they're on a motorcycle or um, unstoppable or whatever they may be. Uh, so yeah. And yeah, again, to absolutely. add to this, a direct line or a direct path is not a path that can double back on itself. So. I know I mentioned this when we did uh, Thread Dead Redemption uh, about the Captain America's shield um, yeah. because he said when he's when it's thrown in like a direct line of fire and uh, direct line cannot like double back because it's changing direction and inherently in Heroclix it cannot change direction unless specifically stated. Correctamundo, my man. So that brings us to kind of the end of the show. But before we go to the end, I want to go ahead and shout out Thursday Throwdowns. Uh, if you want to vote for those, check out Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and also YouTube. You can vote on the last Thursday Throwdown video comment section if you want. You can also vote in Roll20. Uh, not Roll20, goodness gracious, what's the other thing we use for Heroclix Online? Discord, that's what it is. Thank you. Uh, you can vote in that if you are a Patreon member. And if you are a Patreon member, thank you so much for your support of the show. If you want to become a Patreon member, you can donate as little as $1 a month. That's what I do. I donate like 10 or so different Patreon people, Heroclix, not Heroclix, YouTubers, whatever. I just I just toss them all a buck. I think it's, you know, I, I get value from them. They should get a little bit of value from me. It's not a lot, but, you know, I know it helps. So go ahead, do that. We appreciate all the support. Uh, for Patreon rewards, uh, we're going to start doing a we, – we sort of did some Bad Samaritan with Patreon. I want to start doing it every single week. So if, if that intrigues you – now, we're going to start doing that. And then also, I want to do a Bad Samaritan tournament sometime. This is way way off in the future, probably, when we can start consistently playing Bad Samaritan every week with our patrons. And then uh, for Thursday Throwdown, it's going to be Supernova and Origin. This is going to be the last non-carded set, me and Simeon play. And it may also be our last game on Roll20. Ooh, what does that uh, mean? What does that mean? Ooh. Yeah, who can know? Who can know? You're going to have to tune in. Two weeks from now, when we're finally done with carded sets. But I'm excited. Wait. Uh, I get Supernova. You know, Simeon gets Origin. Go look at those in AC Realms. See what figures you want us to play. Spoiler alert, please vote for the zombie figures in Supernova. They're so cool. You know, then just vote for whatever in Origin. I, I have no quarrel for what Simeon plays. <laughs> um, even if I instantly lose, I just want to play the zombies. So I can't wait go for check the cards out. that are like special speed power. Or like, no, it'll be like special attack, leap climb. And I'm like, why is this my special yeah, attack? Like, those are they the used worst. to do that with uh, some of the, like the weird guards. They'd be like, but it's, so that way they could also let you have stealth. <laughs> they'd be like, charge and so leap climb. You could climb things or charge someone. Look at these combos you can do. Uh, not at the same time, please. Yeah, combos they don't combo. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a combo. So yeah, uh, I also want to do this really quick. A I have a ton of Supernova product. I bought hundreds of Supernova boosters, so that way every time I did an unboxing, I could open one. 
Um, but now I'm realizing that I just have a, a bunch. So we're going to be doing a, much like how we did our Captain America tournament, we're going to be doing a Supernova Heroclix tournament where you will uh, PayPal, whatever, $10, right? You'll get two boosters. I'll open them live, and then I'll, I'll say whose boosters I'm opening, open them up. That will be what you can use to build a 300-point team out of Supernova. And then eventually, when we figure out prizing and everything, you will get shipped your figures that you bought. You will you will literally buy these boosters, except I'm going to open them for you, but you're still going to get all the figures that you buy. Uh, it'll probably be like either a Cosmic Clash starter for maybe the main prize, or like a $50 cool stuffing gift card. It depends how many people we get to sign up for the tournament. It'll most likely be on a Saturday in the next, you know week or two probably one or two weeks if we can get a lot of people to sign up for just a fun little saturday sealed i think that would be pretty solid so depending on how many people sign up uh, i'd like to get you know at least eight honestly since the prize isn't like a brick or anything you know i would like to at least get eight people uh so i can you know have some fun fun prizes so if a supernova sealed playing with some old hero clicks sounds fun to you guys message the page it is ten dollars for you know just anybody but if you support us on patreon you can subtract what you support us with off your tournament entry if you support you know give us ten dollars each month then it's a free tournament entry for you you give us five bucks it's half off etc etc if you pay a so, hundred supernova turn you instantly yeah win. you you probably should if you give us a hundred dollars <laughs> a month yeah you can we'll mulligan your half. boosters until you get good pulls we will and at a supernova it it might be a while <laughs> it might be a lot it might be a lot but and of course, if you do pull a zombie, which is a chance, I will offer to buy it from you so I can just keep it because I still need Wolverine and Hulk. Uh, so thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, with that being said, so check it out. Thursday Throwdown, Patreon, Supernova Tournaments, all that good stuff. Thank you for listening this far. And this is one of the longer shows we've had in a while. So we really appreciate your listenership. So I'm going to go ahead and end it so you can get back to all the important sitting around the house that you have to do. That is a joke. You're probably doing something more important. Just kind of in these whatever. I'm just going to go ahead. Dial H for Hero Clicks. You can find us at Facebook.com slash Dial H for Hero Clicks. You can find us at YouTube at YouTube.com slash Dial H for Hero Clicks. Twitter is at Dial H4. That's the number four Hero Clicks. We're Instagram at Dial H4 Hero Clicks. All spelt out. It's only Twitter that has the number four. We upload Thursday Third Out every single Thursday. We upload the podcast every Saturday or Sunday. Really, we try to get it within the ballpark of a Sunday. So this one will be up on Sunday. That's just the way it be sometimes. So I just want to say thank you guys so much for all those that support us. And just supporting us by listening is a huge, huge thank you to those. Because the fact that you listen is already means so much to me. Simeon, go ahead and read us out of here. Yeah. It really, I just want to add, it really does mean a lot when I get uh, listener feedback that's just like, hey, enjoy the podcast. Um, just the fact that there's like somebody out there actually listening every week. Uh, is encouragement enough for me. Um, so with that, I say Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day. Uh, you can buy the new Black Widow motorcycle for a cool $14.99 plus shipping. Uh, if you spend $100, of course, shipping's free. Uh, use code DIAL5, and it's cheaper by some amount, and I'm not quite sure what it would be. But... Uh, you know, you can still find cool stuff in stock every day at CoolStuffInc.com. Ooh. Happy trails.
Are you still listening to the show? Well, you may have noticed that we've been doing really cool kind of thematic titles these last couple of episodes for about two or three months now. Those titles actually are song references. Maybe you've noticed, maybe you haven't. And they also kind of pertain to what happens in the episode. Going forward, those eagle-eyed or eagle-eared viewers of ours, if you guys can figure out both the song title, what it's a reference to, and what it's a reference to in the podcast, message us in Facebook, Twitter, and let us know, because I think they're really fun Easter eggs, and I hope you guys are having fun with them as well. <laughs> 